Hello, my name is Donnie Smith, and I'm the pastor here at Ascension Christian Center in Apopka, Florida. I hope this message changes, impacts, and challenges you in your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you enjoy the message, you can connect with us on our website, Facebook, or Instagram at Ascension Christian Center. Thank you, and enjoy. To put this particular scripture in context, Jesus is giving what's called a parable, and parables are like stories. I believe if Jesus were in the flesh today, I know that he has a body. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. We know that. But I believe if he was involved today, he would be much very involved in, you know how Hollywood makes movies? Well, Jesus in those days, they didn't make movies, but they told stories. So Jesus was a storyteller, and so he did it to capture the audience's attention. And so that's what Jesus is doing. He's giving this parable, and he's talking about this wedding feast. And it's really weird because he's talking about five virgins that are wise, five virgins that are not so wise. And he's talking about oil being in their lamps for the five. And for those who didn't have it, they were unwise because they were not prepared for the master's coming. And one reason why I want to emphasize on this scripture this morning is because I believe that we are living in the last days. And I know that many people will say to you that, uh, well, you know, my parents were, you know, back when the Jesus movement was happening and they were the hippies and they thought Jesus was coming. And even Jesus' disciples uh, thought the coming was right around the corner and the kingdom was about to be established. But there's uh, a ministry recently that, that said this, and I couldn't agree more. It says, if the disciples were in the last days, then certainly we're in the last minutes. And this is speaking of really where the body of Christ is. I see there's many Christians who uh, are investing into their relationship with the Lord. They're investing in keeping their lamps full. But then there are the other set of believers who genuinely love the Lord, but their lamps have run out of oil. I want you to look at somebody and say, do you have oil in your lamp this morning? Why is that important? Why is oil important? Because Jesus in his word said that he is going to come like a thief in the night. He's not going to come when people expect it. And, and so it's important that we have a reserve and we are, are, are ready for him to come in uncertain times. Amen? Uncertain times represent darkness. How many know that we're in uncertain times? We're, in dark, we're living in dark times right now. And so Jesus is giving this dissertation. He's giving this... This, uh, this, this picture of this is what it's going to look like in the last days right before I come. If you jump back two chapters, he's actually, let me do that. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, it says this. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, and they were asking him. They said, tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of the end of the age? And so Jesus is saying, this is going to be the sign of the end of the age. People are going to be burning out not burning up. This is going to be the sign that you're going to see believers, bona fide people who can confess Jesus, but when things like COVID hit, their lamps fizzle out. Their faith or lack of is exposed. And so I want to address two different types of people this morning. Are you ready? For the first group is for those who are completely far from God. I want to strongly urge you to give your life fully to him because we are living in the last days. And the days of riding the fence and being on middle ground is over. Choose this day 
whom you will serve. And I want to talk to a second group of people this morning. For those who have already given their lives to the Lord, you love the Lord, you show up to your prayer meetings, you show up to Sunday service, you're committed to him, and you, you, you're making sure that you're loving people and you're being the hands and feet of Jesus. I want to inspire you to up the ante in your devotional time with the Lord. I want, I want to provoke you this morning to pursue God like you never have before because God is not calling us to just have oil in our lamps when he comes, when darkness hits. But he wants you to have overflow so that people that are next to you who might need a little bit of oil, come on, talk to me, somebody, you have a little bit of overflow to give them. Come on, the Bible says when David coined it, he said, my cup runneth over. I don't know about you, but I want my cup to run over. I don't want to just be saved and sanctified. I want to be so full of the Holy Spirit where the favor of God is not just resting on me, where the power of God is not just resting on me, but anyone who comes within proximity of me, I want them to be able to be touched by the Lord. It's not me, it's the Lord. Look at somebody and say, it's not you. It's the Lord. How many want that in their life? And so as I dig into this, I want to give you the title of the message. It's a little strong. Hold on to your seats. It's, it's called and it's entitled, Get Your Own Oil. Look at somebody and say, get your own oil. And before I really dig into this, I, I, want, I want to talk to you first and foremost because most people don't think there is a cost to the oil. But there is a cost to the oil. Oil costs something. Say it costs something. I want you to read this with me. It's found in, uh, you can put that uh, back up on the screen. I'm not, actually, I don't know what verse it is. It says this, though. It says, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, no, least there should not be enough for us and you, but rather go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And here's what I want to put emphasis on. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding with him, and the door was shut. What struck me about this particular verse is that this scripture states that all of them had money to buy because they went to buy. So everybody could afford it. It is, I'm going to say this. It's nobody's fault that we lack faith in these times right now. We have all been given a measure of faith, the Bible says. It's what you do with your faith that determines whether or not you grow it or it weakens in the midst of adversity. And so everybody had money to go buy this oil. But here's the thing. Not many people are willing to go get what they know they should have. You know, Christianity, this type of Christianity is good enough for some people. Just going to church and reading their Bible, that's enough for some people. But can I tell you, the days in which we're living in, that is not going to be able to not only satisfy, but it's not going to sustain us in the days ahead. All of us have seen that things can change overnight almost. All of us have seen the onslaughts of the enemy. I don't know about you. Am I the only one who's experienced severe warfare these past year or two? Am I the only one in the room? It's going to take oil in your lamps to sustain you through these dark times that we're living in. And so these unwise wanted the oil handed them, handed to, to them. They didn't want to work for it. Do you know what the scripture says? When it, Jesus came off of a mountain one time, and he said to his disciples, he got mad at his disciples. He just come off the Mount of Transfiguration, say Transfiguration. And there was a demon that was in a young man that the disciples could not cast out. 
And, and Jesus goes to his disciples, and his disciples are angry, and they say to him, why could we not cast this demon out? Why couldn't they cast him out? They walked with Jesus. They rubbed elbows with Jesus. Their faith was built. They knew that the Lord could work this thing out of this person through their lives, but they couldn't cast it out. They were frustrated. And here's what Jesus said. This kind, meaning this kind of spirit, will not come out unless there's prayer and fasting. In other words, there are certain things that you're not gonna be able to deal with in your life, come on, or the degree that you deal with them is gonna be based on the consecrated life you have. And so I really truly believe that we're coming out of this Moses mindset generation to where we're going to Moses or the preacher to get anointed. We're entering into a day and time when we need to go up the mountain of transfiguration ourselves and get what God has for us personally, not trying to get it through somebody else on a Sunday morning. Come on, I wish I would at least get two or three amens. This, this is saying that there's different degrees of anointing that will rest on a person's life. Okay, let me make it practical and let me make it align with the scripture. There's different levels of oil you will, based on the level of oil you have will be based on the level of authority you will have. In other words, there are some demons that will not obey you. In other words, you're not going to be able to cast out a spirit who, uh, of someone who has an addiction problem if you're addicted. Come on, you can't cast out a spirit of lust when, when you haven't been in your prayer closet and dealt with that, own, your own, that, own, that thing that's been binding in your life, amen? So, so there's a level of consecration that the believer must have if we're gonna fill our oil up. The problem is, is we only come and get filled up on Sunday morning or once a month. Just look straight ahead. I ain't seen you for three weeks. So I'm gonna let you have it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, give me some oil. Give me some oil. So the fact that both sets of these virgins had lamps means all 10 believed that the Lord was coming and they anticipated his coming. However, only one set prepared for the dark days ahead. And can I tell you, now is the time to prepare. When last year, when the Lord, when I had that visitation from the Lord, I don't know how many of you heard it. I'm not going to rehash it out again. But the Lord was telling me to remind his church that he's coming. And when I had answered him in my mind and said, Lord, they know, he sharply rebuked me and said, no, they don't know. They do not know. They don't realize it. You know why I say that the church is not ready? Because you call a prayer meeting and three people show up. The church is not ready. The church is not ready for him to come again. It's not ready for the fire to begin to intensify. It's not ready until she has her lamps full of oil ready to do battle with the enemy. Come on. To ready to be on the front line. Listen, you don't have to earn your way into heaven, but you have to earn the oil. Did you hear what I just said? You cannot buy your way into heaven, but you have to earn the oil. And oil cannot be found by just a little sermonette and by just attending your church services. Oil is developed by a consecrated lifestyle, a fasted lifestyle. Come on, a praying lifestyle, being at Jesus' feet. This is how we get the oil, by spending intimate time with the Lord. Does the church still believe that? And people in church these days, they want an experience of God handed to them on a silver platter. Can I talk about it? 
They, don't, they only want to worship on Sunday. They don't want to worship during the week. They only want to open up their Bible just uh, a few moments throughout the week. And, and we, we expect a nice parking lot and temperatures to be nice. And they want a sermon that gives them something to live out, you know, have a little bit of uh, energy to, to walk out their salvation with fear and trembling. Just, just, just give me just a little bit. And they want to they wanna leave the praying to the preacher. But can I tell you, it's time for you to pray. It's time for you to dig in the word of God yourself. It's time for you to climb the mountain. It's time for you to fast. It's time for you to begin to raise your level of expectancy of what, how God can use you in your life. Come on, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. There's a story of a magician in the Bible, and his name is Simon. Say Simon. And what he was doing in Acts chapter 8, verses 9 through 24 as he sees the disciples laying hands on people and people getting filled with the Holy Spirit. And here's what he does. He goes and he offers the disciples money. He says, I want to be able to lay hands on people and re receive the Holy Spirit as well. Can I pay you money? And Peter, to make the long story short, Peter says, your money perish with you. He says, this thing cannot be bought. Power cannot be bought. The power of God cannot be bought, and it's not just given freely. Do you know when you see someone have hands laid on them on a Sunday morning or the power of God hits them, that's only to inspire them to begin to pursue God in private. But what we have is we have a generation who's rising up, who's running to the next conference. And let me tell you something. Some of my greatest friends do conferences. There's nothing wrong with a conference. There's nothing wrong with a prayer meeting. There's nothing wrong with Sunday morning worship. All those things are great, but they're only supplements to inspire you to do what you need to do throughout the week. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's just the spark to get the fire going. We're not to rely just on the spark. The spark is supposed to inspire us to pursue a passionate relationship with Jesus. Amen? Amen. Because God will never promote you. Come on. He will never promote you publicly until you have a private prayer life, a private life that seeks him while fasting and praying. We don't talk about this anymore. But we wonder why the church is powerless. We wonder why we have to go get in prayer lines. But can I tell you something? If we, if we get our lamps full of oil ourselves, we won't have to call the pastor every time to minister to us. Come on, we won't have to go become, you know, go on YouTube and figure out how to deal with certain things. Come on, you will carry the power of God. You will walk in the fullness of what the Holy Spirit has to offer. Amen? Does anybody want that? And this has everything to do with the quality of oil that you have as well. Somebody say the quality of oil. The quality of the relationship that you have with the Lord Jesus depends on the quality of oil you have. And I have a question this morning. <laughs> do you have canola oil? Or do you have olive oil? You know why I'm so passionate about this? Because I went through 10 years through the religious motions of sitting on the front row like my buddies here in the front. I sat on the front row and I sat through the services. But then when it came to my own issues in my own life, I couldn't get past them. I went to church, but the church wasn't in me. I went through all of the motions. I spent time in the presence of God, but I didn't cultivate privately the way that I should. And I believe God is calling this generation. 
He's calling you. Look at somebody and say, he's calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you to develop this type of relationship personally between you and him, not vicariously through a church, not vicariously through your neighbor or your wife or your spouse, but it's a personal thing. And the anointing oil will cost you. It costs Mary something. It's not cheap. I've started finding out that cheap fuel burns out fast. That's why I don't use 87 very much in my vehicles. I have a few vehicles that I put gas in. And me and my wife, we like to use, you know, 89 or even 93. Because the type or the quality of fuel that you put in you will determine how long you last. Did you hear what I said? So if we, we're spending five minutes or two minutes with the Lord in the morning or a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, or just five minutes on I'm not saying that's bad. Spend what time you have with the Lord in the morning, but I am saying we're in a day and time. We're just a few moments a day of saying, thank you, Jesus, cover me with the blood, and going about your day is no longer going to suffice. We are living in dark times, and we need good quality oil in our lamps, and I wish the church would believe that with me this morning. And it's going to take time. It's going to take investment on your part. It's going to take time from you uh, reading the word and, and getting in your prayer closet and finding a prayer partner and growing in your personal relationship with him. Amen? Amen. There's this story of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. And listen, Jesus was under so much pressure in that moment. The Bible says that the corpuscles on his skin burst and became like great drops of blood. Now, we know what would end up happening. Jesus would go to the cross, and of course, humanity, all those who would come under the name of Jesus would be forgiven for their sins. But listen, here, here is the revelation behind it, is that the place called Gethsemane means what? The place where the olive is crushed. So Jesus was being crushed in the Garden of Gethsemane, the place where the olive is crushed. Where do you get oil? An olive, hence olive oil. And you know what I believe? That the reason that some of you are going through what you're going through in your life today, this morning, is because God is crushing you, and he's not crushing you to kill you. He's crushing you to get the oil out of you. And where you're thinking that, oh, the Lord's forsaken me. Oh, the Lord's allowing me to go through this warfare and trial. God is developing an anointing in your life so that you can sustain yourself in the days ahead. So that your lamp will be burning in the days ahead. So that you can get through some dark times. Come on, so that you can cast some devils out. So that you can walk in victory. Come on, so you can get over some of those propensities that you're battling with this morning. So you can get past some of those things that are trying to hinder you and pull you down. And number three, the quality of oil matters. Say the quality. The amount of oil you have will determine if you make it through this season of your life and the seasons ahead. The quantity. Everybody say the quantity. I've been studying the old revivals from hundreds of years ago. Uh, William J. Seymour is one of them, 1906. Of course, the Welsh revival. Evan Roberts, a lot of amazing men of God. And, and, I, and I oftentimes say, Lord, I want that. 
But as I studied their lives, these gentlemen paid a price that I don't necessarily pay. And many of us want what we haven't paid the price for. Many of us want to walk in the power of God. We want the favor of God. We want the presence and power of God in our lives. We want to get to certain levels in our lives that we're not seeing, but it's not because God doesn't want to bring us there. But the truth of the matter is, we haven't paid the price to have that in our lives. And so quantity matters, and it's not enough to just get filled up. Again, like I said, just on a Sunday morning, God is calling us. You know what I told the Lord? I said, Lord, I am ready. In, the, in many of these revivals, these gentlemen would have services five days a week. I said, Lord, whenever you want to break through, I'm ready to leave everything and commit myself fully to this whenever you break through. I don't know about you, but I, I am ready to see a culture immersed in that. Not just a Wednesday night, not just a Sunday night, but I'm talking about a culture where services are running around the clock. And that's what happened at Azusa Street. Around the clock. William J. Seymour was upstairs, and if he heard him getting in the flesh, he'd stomp on the ground and say, get out of the flesh. He lived there. He lived in the midst of revival. It wasn't just a Sunday occurrence. He lived in the power of God. But he invested his life into prayer, into fasting. And that's why the lamp stayed burning. It's because he constantly invested and got his oil or his lamp uh, filled on a daily, in a moment-by-moment -moment basis. Somebody say, it's not enough. <laughs> Does anybody feel that, like that besides me? It's not enough, what we're seeing in the church. It's, it's not enough. I'm not, I'm not talking about people. I, have, I came from a church. I was a leader at a church where they had to have the cops for two miles because you couldn't get in or out. 10,000 members, I, I, a big, thriving church. I'm not, I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking about quality. I'm talking about the power of God. I'm talking about developing the type of atmosphere that has so much oil in its lamp that when the sick walk in here, they are healed. I'm talking about when, when people who walk in this place and they want freedom, they don't just get to shake the pastor's hand or to shake the leader's hands. I'm talking about when they walk in here, they don't need no hands laid on them, but the power of God drives out any bit of darkness that they walk in here with. I'm talking about the quantity of oil that when somebody has a tumor and they have sickness or a disease where the doctors have written them off and said, I'm sorry, let me give you some morphine and send you home and die. I'm talking about the type of atmosphere that heals that type of sickness. I'm talking about the type of sickness where somebody who has a back problem, their leg grows out and their spine gets even. Come on, am I the only... Come on, one whose faith is to where I want to see creative miracles. I want to see what Jesus said. He said, in the last days, this is what you're going to do. You're going to cast out devils. You're going to heal the sick. The lame are going to walk. The blind are going to see. I'm talking about our lamps so filled with oil that heaven comes down and dwells among us. Does anybody still want that? Well, we have to get our lamps full of oil. Quality matters. There may come a time in our nation where we can't gather publicly. Did you know that? Do you know how much scrutiny I've got continuing to hold meetings? Do you know how many people I know out of state who had police knock right on the door and put them in jail for holding meetings in America? 
Church, did you hear what I just said? In America, as if the amendment, as if, as if, as if they've thrown away all of our, our rights. I'm not saying that, that that is going to happen, but I'm saying it's a possibility. And if we have to start, listen, you gotta have oil in these last days. Listen, listen what Isaiah says. I, I feel the Lord on this scripture. Isaiah 55 verse six says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him when he's near. Did you hear what I said? Gather the oil while you still can. Meet while you still can. Worship while you still can. Call your friends. Call a prayer gathering while you still can. Accumulate the oil while there's still time because there may come a day. There may be come a day like Isaiah 55. He saw something. Seek the Lord while he may be found. That almost gives an indication that he may not always be so easily accessible. It's stating that the, the gathering, the public gathering may not always be so easily accessible. I know we're not living in Afghanistan, but man, some days I sure do feel like it. I walked into a restaurant the other day and I seen what's happening in New York and no, I'm not gonna talk politics. I promise the Lord I will not use this holy pulpit to talk politics. I'm not gonna do that. But what I am saying is that many of our freedoms are being taken and our freedoms can be taken like that. And here's how we survive the dark hour is getting our oil filled, getting our lamps full so that we can endure and be ready for anything. Look at somebody and say, be ready for anything. Look at somebody else and say, be ready for anything. Isn't it funny how all of a sudden everyone realizes there's a God when everything goes bad? And all of a sudden, churches start getting filled. All of a sudden, people start praying. They get their prayer life back. They all of a sudden, start speaking in tongues again. Start seeking the Lord again. The Lord is saying, don't, don't wait till things get bad before you start filling your lamp. Prepare now. Read his word now. Live a consecrated life now. Fast now, so that you have an accumulation of oil in your life for when the dark times hit. The reason why I'm being so repetitive is because I truly feel this is what the Lord is saying. We have to get filled now. Say now. now. There will come a day when we will not be able to gather the oil. The time is now. Listen what John chapter 9 verse 4 says. And this was Jesus saying this. Even in his time, he was within that window when darkness, gross darkness was falling over the earth. Watch what he says. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. He was saying, gather now. It amazes me. You almost have to reach out to people, and I don't do this. I hope you know that. I don't reach out to people and say, uh, you know, at least not in my mind, making sure they're going to be here at church on Sunday. Many churches do that to get bodies in the seat. I'm grateful to see you all here, but I'm just not that kind of pastor. What I pray is that the Holy Spirit convicts every person, not just in this church, but around the world, to let them see there is a deep need to begin to gather publicly, pray publicly, worship 
pray, seek the face of God while he might be, might be found. Why? So we can gather the oil for what's ahead. Now, why, why oil? Everybody say, wait, why oil? Why are we talking about oil? This is a weird pastor. He's talking about oil. I'm going to tell you why. What oil was used for? Oil was used as fuel to light lamps. Did you know that? Before electricity, it was meant to fuel lamps so that people could see. And they would light it with a wick, and it would burn so that it would give light to the room in which they were living in, or in this case, to find the bridegroom in the dark. Listen to what it says in Psalms 119, verse 105. You can stand to your feet. It says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Number two, it was used to anoint a person to set them apart for God's purposes. It was known that there would be supernatural, now watch this, I know I've been talking about this, supernatural impartation as a result of being anointed with oil. So it wasn't just for lamps, it was meant for impartation. You want me to validate that with the scripture? Now watch this. I really truly believe there's gonna be impartation this morning. Watch what in 1 Samuel Chapter 16, verse 13, it says, Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. Say, anointed him. So it speaks of anointing. Oil speaks of anointing. Say, it speaks of anointing. Anointed him, meaning David, in the midst of his brother. Now watch this, right when he was anointed. And the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Watch this, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21. And, and it is said that God who established us establishes us with Christ and has anointed us. Say anointed. anointed. It speaks of the Lord anointing us with his oil. 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. But the anointing that you receive from him, meaning Jesus, say Jesus. So the anointing that you receive from him abides in you and you have no need of no one to teach you, but as his anointing teaches you about everything, it is true and no lie, just as he taught you to abide in him. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, but you have been anointed by the Holy One and all of you have knowledge. Say anointing. In Luke chapter 4, it says this. Watch this. And this means you. Look at somebody and say, this means you. Jesus quoted this. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and set at liberty the captives and the recovering of the sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed. You know what I truly believe this morning? That God is awakening the, 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 the need in our hearts to get filled with his oil. Did, did you hear what I said? The, the need. There, there is a need for us to get in a position to receive. Because if you're going to get filled like a lamp with oil, you have to take 
your rightful position in Christ if you're going to get filled, if you're going to withstand the days ahead, if God is going to use you in your family, if God's going to use you at your job, in the practical places where you know, where you have influence, we have to get filled with his oil. Now listen, it wasn't only just for impartation and fuel. It was a healing agent. Say healing. Oil was a healing agent. And it also kept pestilence and bugs and things off of sheep. Did you know that? That, that, that the shepherd would take the oil and he would lavish the sheep. That's what they would do. And it would keep ticks from grabbing onto the sheep. This speaks of demonic activity. When you're filled with oil, when you're lavished with the Lord's oil, the enemy cannot touch you. He cannot attach himself to you. Did you hear what I said? When the Lord puts his oil on you, those spiritual ticks that try to come, that depression, that fear, it cannot attach itself to you. Not even sickness can attach itself to you. And it's a healing agent. Luke chapter 10, verse 34 talks about the good Samaritan that poured oil on the wounds of the man who was robbed and beaten. So oil brings healing. And lastly, it was used as a means of protection, as I just mentioned. In Psalms 23, verses 1 through 5, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now watch this. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. What? What? causes us to be able to sit at the table before our enemies without fear of being touched. The oil. You being lavished with the Lord's oil. So I have a question for you this morning. Are you ready? Are you storing up oil in your life so it's available for when you need it most? Are you, do you represent those five wise virgins who have stored up the oil, ready for the master's second coming, ready for gross darkness to hit the earth, or, or do you represent those five that are unwise, who have gone through the religious motions, who have gone to church because grandma and grandpa set the standard traditionally? Am I going just to church because of mom and dad? Am I going because I need to check my religious box? Why? Are you storing up? Look at somebody lovingly and say, are you storing up for what's ahead? Storing up so that you are endowed with his power that he wants to release in and through your lives so that you have enough oil to spare so that God can use you to bring about healing to those who are around you. Lord, I pray this morning 
Come on, just lift your hands this morning. I pray that there would be a mighty impartation of your oil released from heaven this morning, Lord. So many of us need it. Your oil even represents your presence, and I pray that the presence of the Holy Spirit, even right now, would fall upon each and every one. Fill them up right now, Lord, till their cup overflows with oil. Oil from heaven, Lord, something that's not of this earth, the type of oil that will sustain them in the days ahead, the type of oil that will run over their families and bring healing. Yes, Lord, I, I, I see that. I, I, the Lord is wanting to fill some of you with his oil because there's some of your family members that are bound by fear. They, 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 are, they are, yes, Lord, they, they, they are bound by fear because of how much they're inundated with news and, and TV and, 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 and Fox and all these social media outlets, not, not just certain news networks, but just the, the public in general, all, the TV and, and the Lord is wanting to fill you up with oil because, listen, the evidence that there's oil in your life is that the child of God has no fear because perfect love casts out all fear. And, an evident, and, and when the Lord is in you, the, the fear cannot live in you because the love of God abides in you. And so the Lord is wanting to make you an example, and that's why he's wanting to fill you up this morning so that that oil runs over your friends and your family members and drives out all fear because perfect love casts out all fear. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope this message impacted you today. If you'd like to support Ascension Christian Center, simply go to ascensionchristiancenter.com and click the gift tab or text ACCFL to 77977. Interested in hearing more? Check back weekly for new messages. Have a great day.